to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. Today's show and everything we do is about thriving. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile. We come to you live each and every week, at least two hours a day, on KKNW AM 1150 and many of our affiliate stations, WBMW up in Boston, uh, ZFM in Australia, and much more. We're thrilled to be coming to you and bringing you the message that we bring. And what is that message? Well, let me tell you what it is. The message that we bring is this. If you want to live life full out, then let's just do it. If you're having a hard time doing it, let us help you get rid of the crusty layers that might be holding you back. But more importantly, this show is about bringing you information, tools, knowledge, so that you can be empowered to make the choices to do the things that you truly want to do. And we get to do some absolutely awesome things. I'm joined here by my sidekick, Mr. Benny. How are you doing, Mr. B? I'm good there, Dr. Pat. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. And we get to hang out each and every day. And we've been doing this for about, what, five years, Benny? Did we figure out that's kind of where we've been? January 12th, I think, of 04 or something like that. It's going to be like five years just loving Oh, man, we're going to have a little birthday party for that. Well, actually, we're having the Dr. Pat listener party in 2009 to celebrate. And we've got a lot to celebrate. Um, I want to let everybody know that, you know, the emails have gone out to the holistic makeover folks that are going to take this journey together. I'm very excited about that. And we'll be sharing more information how that's going to unfold. I'm really thrilled to say that I'm I'm actually uh, in my new office, which is absolutely great. It's the way the universe works. You know, just when you think you don't have a solution, the most amazing solution shows up. And that being uh, a space that is three times the amount we were in. My lease happened to be up in the old building. And I get to move to a beautiful place in the state of Washington, up in Bothell. And so this is very exciting time. Someone just asked me, I was on the phone. Someone just asked me, you know, how's your radio show doing? I mean, are you like, uh, you know, are you affected with uh, all the stuff that's going on? And uh, aren't you worried? I'm like, no. I'm absolutely, we're doing, we're having a great time. Am I worried? No. Do I worry about some things? Yes. But this is not one of them. If spirit is guiding me to do this, Les, I know that each and every one of us know we can do something amazing. And this is what we're going to do. And we get to talk with amazing people, people that are just kicking you know what out there in the world. Uh, Bob Prozen's joining me here today, CEO of Prozen Center for Business Advancement. He's joining me here today as one of the leading experts that can actually sit and talk about what's happening in the world, that can talk about whether or not we should be crazy over what's happening in the economy. He's also the author of a a new book, and I'm going to have him talk about that in a minute. But he's joining me here today because we're going to really take a look at what this means to be in, quote, financial crisis. What is the hype? What is the the truth? And what can we do to understand whether or not bail or bailouts are important? What should we do with the auto industry? Have we been here before? You name it. And we've got Bob here to join us to talk about this. To bail out or not to bail out, that's not a That's not for the auto industry. That's a metaphor for our own lives. 
Are we willing to stay in there? Are we willing to persevere? Are we willing to have a different perspective on life? What are we willing to do to get through these times and have this be one of the most exquisite times in our lives? Bob is joining me here today. Hey, Bob, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Dr. Pat, Mr. B, great to be with you. (laughs) Pleasure is ours. You know, Bob, you've been around the horn a few times in terms of businesses and and looking at the world. I mean, you're close to some of the, the leading uh, business people in the world, people that are, they call the shakers and the movers. And the question that I've got to ask you is, being where you are, sitting so close to, as the as they, they say, the action, how do you sum this up, Bob? How do you sum up where we are today? You know, it reminds me of when I was working for AT&T and back in the day, you'll probably remember when they announced they were going to break up the bell system. I was there. Remember that? I was, I was there. I was on both sides of that. Okay. Remember the trauma that that caused? And Oh, my God. I, that's when my hair turned gray. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, when I look back on it and I think, wow, I remember when they announced that. There were a number of people that were so excited about the possibilities, and then there were a lot of long faces saying, how can you possibly destroy this wonderful tradition? Well, change has to take place, and as a result of that, Sprint was born, MCI was born, competition came in, rates went down, new services that we never, ever expected were now available to us as consumers. So despite all of the the naysayers and the doom and gloom, I look at this as a door is opening for many of us. There's there possibilities here in your life and in your business to take advantage of these op- of these changes that are coming. But if you're scared and you act scared and you retreat, then most likely you won't be able to take advantage of this opportunity. And I think it is a real opportunity. Yes, it's a struggle. Yes, people are, are being challenged, but it doesn't mean we give up. Well, it doesn't mean we give up. And this is what I love about, you, you know, I'm, boy, thank you for, you gave me a hot flash right there, Bob, talking <laughs> about the divestiture of AT&T. And the reason I'm glad you brought that up is because I got to be on both sides of that. I was on the divestiture team, you know, for the research part of the, the company where we were actually doing the breaking up. Then I was on the, the startup on the other side for uh, the research arm of the new entities. And you're absolutely right. When you, we take a look at what we thought was going to happen, I'm, I'm, I mean, there were some serious behavioral things. I mean, there were people that had been in the office next to each other for years, and all of a sudden, on the day of the Judge Green decree, these, these two people were enemies. They were ready to throw each other's stuff over the balcony at major buildings. So, you know, this is what we've been through. How does that time, how do things like that in our financial and business history, how do they pair up to what people are calling the crisis of our century. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's as big a crisis. I, I'm waiting for the music in the background for <laughs> Benny to play. You know what I'm saying? I am. I, Almost I like the theme from Jaws. <laughs> dum, 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 dum. <laughs> I don't think it's as big a crisis as we make it out to be. I think you've got to balance some of it with what's going on in the political environment. However, we can't turn our back on the fact that 500,000 jobs were lost over the last month. That is real. And right. and we've got to get this economy going. And I was on the uh, Fox 4 the other night with Shepard Smith, and we were talking about deflation and what that really means. And that's where people are waiting for prices to drop. And when they drop, they'll buy. Well, if everybody starts to wait until prices drop, manufacturing and services stop manufacturing and creating services. 
And the nut of this whole thing, when you sum it all up, because it can be very confusing to people who are trying to figure this thing out, the sum of it means employment. When employment is solid in the U.S., everything seems to work. When employment begins to, unemployment begins to increase, as we're beginning to see now, that's when you see all of the reactions that are taking place. So what we have to make sure is that if you're running your own company, you're a sole proprietor, you work for a small, medium-sized, or large corporation, make sure you're involved in helping make that company profitable. Because when the company is profitable, they hire more people. And when they hire more people, our economy gets better. It really is that straightforward. And, and do you think that what's happening now is, you know, really the psychology of this is kicking in with people? And, and let me ask you this question, Bob. I mean, you, you know, do, do, do we think that things have shifted since the election has been over? What do you think? I think they've shifted some. I think everybody's in the wait-and-see mode. You know, we don't have two presidents. We only have one. And yet many, many people are just waiting for what President-elect Obama is going to do. Of course, he's announcing his almost New Deal kinds of things, you know, that, that uh, like we did back with FDR days with infrastructure. Everybody's waiting and waiting. I've got clients around the world, and I was meeting with a large architecture firm the other day. And thankfully, they're very diversified. So they're in healthcare, sports. They're in all different types of businesses. Well, part of their businesses are very slow. Matter of fact, non-existent. And if this big road packages and infrastructure and school renovation all passes, well, isn't it possible that a tremendous amount of the fear would begin to be quelled with prices of gas so low now? Who ever thought they'd be back down around $1.50, $1.60 a gallon? The combination of gas prices coming down, food will follow shortly, and hopefully employment will begin to go up slowly if we make these big investments in our infrastructure. So I think there's a lot of positive things to think forward to. And, and, and this is really what we're talking about today. You know, you and I are going to talk about to bail out or not to bail out in the auto industry and why we should bail out, uh, why, we, why we should be part of that. And I, I'd love to hear your perspective. I have a perspective as well. Um, but you, you also have taken your message out there, you know, with your brand new book. And I want to talk a little bit about that. Tell our listeners about your book. My name of the book is Kiss Theory Goodbye. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I love this. Well, it's been a fabulous book. You know, we hit number one on Amazon, and we've won all kinds of book awards, and I'm very proud of it. But the thing I'm most proud about is the emails that I get from business people, whether they're supervisors all the way up to CEOs that say it's straightforward, it's simple, and it tells us actually what to do and how to do it to run a more successful organization where we can take care of our people and also make money. And I wrote the book just for that. And my business, as you can imagine right now, is, is very big. It's booming because I'm helping so many companies. I was working with a, a large courier here in Texas, you know, a package courier service, to help them improve their services and their marketing and their sales during this tough economic times. And I work with a huge Caterpillar distributor in the Midwest to help them run their business. All of these tools and tactics are laid out in Kiss Theory Goodbye so that you can be a better contributor to whatever environment you're in and ultimately enjoy your life a little more. Well, and we're going to talk about that because, you know, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, part of this is understanding what our lives are about and, and enjoying life is something that is a big part of the Dr. Pat show. Um, Bob, I'm so thrilled you're joining us here today. We've got a lot to talk about, especially about achieving extraordinary results. 
time after time again, not sort of in a one-time deal and jump up and down, although that's pretty good. But how does my special guest, how does Bob Rosen, how does he help countless businesses succeed time after time after time after time? We're going to talk about that. When we come back from the break, we're going to also talk about the fact that this term bailout, what does it mean? Does Do any of us really know? Bob knows. He's going to share that. And does Dr. Pat actually like that term? That and much more when we return with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Bob Rosen, my guest today, and Mr. B on the button. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a unique place to book your holiday party? Here's a hot tip. The new Zenai Center in Bellevue. Zenai's co-founder and private celebrity chef, Curtis Ross, will serve you and your guests delicious, healthy cuisine and conscious cocktails in 4,000 square feet of beautiful, sustainable, open space. Contact Zenai at 425-457-7665 or visit ZenaiCenter.net. That's Z-E-N-A-I Center.net. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat Basile, and I'm excited to announce the 2009 Extraordinary People Lecture Series. Four nights, four extraordinary speakers, each with a message of hope, inspiration, and love. Join Carolyn Mace, Michael Beckwith, Gary Zukoff, and Don Miguel Ruiz, all right here in Seattle. Purchase the entire series and get four events for the price of three. Tickets are on sale now. Go to thedrpatshow.com for more information, event dates, and to purchase your tickets. All events will be held at the new Celebration Hall at the Center for Spiritual Living in Seattle on Sandpoint Way. Don't miss this spectacular opportunity to be inspired. Go to thedrpatshow.com for details. Series tickets would make a perfect gift for someone you care about this holiday season. Visit the premier online store where science and spirit unite. Shop consciously, explore new ideas, and connect with your world at bleepstore.com. Find the latest in spiritual and documentary films, green living products, and online articles. Dr. Pat listeners receive 10% off with coupon code Dr. Pat. That's D-R-P-A-T at checkout. Go to the drpatshow.com and click on Bleep Store to start your experience. The drpatshow.com. Join Mystic Radio with Robin Alexis on Sundays at noon as metaphysical mother and TV personality Robin Alexis helps countless people around the globe to live fuller and more conscious lives. She serves you using her gifts as a medium, medical intuitive, past life reader, and more. Get your free on-air readings with Robin Alexis every Sunday at noon. And now hear rebroadcasts of Mystic Radio Wednesdays at 1 p.m. and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Right here on Alternative Talk 1150. HeartPlanet.com, a positive-focused social network. Meet people who treat others well and live their best life. Join and post a profile for your positive-based business, your music, book, or creative project. Let the world know what you're up to. Go to heart-planet.com. A positive focus on meeting people. A positive focus on entertainment. Connect. Be entertained. Be inspired. Heart-planet.com. Stay informed with news, traffic, and weather at the top of the hour. Weekdays on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.
goodness. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Bob Rosen joining me here today, CEO of the Rosen Center for Business Advancement. Quarter of a century of experience, corporate executive, senior vice president at Sabre, vice president of professional services at Hitachi. You name it. He has been there. He knows what it's like to go through difficult times, managing partner of AT&T and director of financial management with Sprint. So we're talking to somebody that knows the ins and outs of business, that's been there through the tumultuous times we've had, and is joining us here today because, first of all, he's got a great book, and we mentioned that earlier, Kiss Theory Goodbye. And then, you know, now he's talking with us about bailout, about this economy, about what it means, about what we need to do. Bob, thank you for joining us here today. I want to take a minute, and and I'd love for you to share your story. I've just kind of, I've just pulled a snippet of what you've achieved in your life. And the question that always comes up, especially when we see somebody like you on television, you, you know, talking about times and talking about your book and talking about things, we always want to know, how did this guy get to do this? <laughs> I'm happy to share that with people. I love talking about it because it is fun. One of the things it requires, though, is perseverance. You know that in anything that we do. Oh, yeah. When I was um, when I was at Georgia State University getting my executive MBA degree, the uh, the dean of the business school came in and he said to all of us, "There are two wonderful things that could happen to you in life. The first is figure out what it is you absolutely love to do. I mean, you have a passion for it. You wake up thinking about it. You go to bed at night thinking about it. And then second, have the courage to go do it because it could be totally different than what you're doing today." I never forgot that, and after the last company that I ran, I was the chief operating officer of a web hosting company called Data Return. We sold that company in 2000, and I had the opportunity to say, well, what do I want to do next? I didn't want to go back into corporate America, and I decided after a lot of thinking and reflection that what I love to do is teach, but not classroom teaching. I'm out with business people every day and companies around the world. I like to help them execute how to get their job done easier so they have more fun in life and they achieve their personal goals, whatever they are. So I started by writing down, you'll love this, all the things I, that ever went right in my business life. I just took a year off and started writing them all down, all the things I did right. And then I wrote down all the things I messed up. And I think the second list may have been actually a little longer. And But by having that, I then created this thing called the five attributes of highly profitable companies. And I put all of the tools, the actual step-by-step tools that I use to run organizations inside of those five attributes. And that's what I teach people. And what's so cool about it is that since I've done it before, I'm not really a consultant per se. I've literally run these businesses and decoding it for folks so they can see the ins and outs, you know, pull the curtain back, what really goes on inside of these businesses so that we can turn the right dials and achieve the right goals. That's what I created, and I get to do it every day, and I love it. Well, and this is part of what we're talking about. It really is being in the flow of what we love to do. And, you know, have you ever had a job you didn't love, Bob? Uh, yes, at the end, but you know, it wasn't the actual job. It ultimately ended up being the boss, but uh, we both parted ways so I could go do something else I love to do. Well, and this is part of, you know, what we're talking about today. Uh, you know, how do we follow our life's journey? How do we have a conversation about what's actually going on in the world today? And you and I both both are on the same page about opportunity, but it's hard for the folks that may be listening to the show, especially some of the friends that I know that work for General Motors, 
you know, thinking, oh, you know, how am I going to have a really good time here? You know, what is she smoking today? And so the question is to bail out or not to bail out. And, And I have to tell you, I'd love to hear your perspective on this, you know, on what this means to have, you know, the the big three automakers in in, in trouble right now and what the world looks like without these uh, three automakers in terms of our American um, Apple Chevy and Apple Pie, Bob. Come on. (laughs) It is the core. You know, we think about America and we think about any manufacturing that's left. And certainly the automobile industry is is, uh, front and center. I think the first thing to remember is they're not going anywhere. We're not going to stop producing automobiles in this country, and Ford, Chrysler, GM are not going to go away per se. We may see consolidation. We may see downsizing. But I don't think we're going to see the loss of that entire industry. I really don't. And anybody that's worried about that, I think we're looking at, looking at it the wrong way. Here's what I think needs to happen. First of all, these companies have come to Congress, and they've asked for a lot of money. And in time, let's let's tell our listeners exactly how much. Well, you know, they started off with twenty five billion. Exactly. And I think it's grown to like forty now. Uh, I'm not sure what the final numbers are that they're working with. It's huge. It's tremendous amounts of money. It almost boggles the imagination about how much money is being looked for. But the 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 amount, although huge, is not the issue here. The issue is for what reason is it needed, and what we have to ensure is that we're not covering up problems. And that's my biggest concern, that we don't deal with the systemic issues inside of these car companies. If we deal with the systemic issues, meaning the things that really are allowing the car companies not to be as competitive as they need to be, because I'm a believer that American ingenuity can solve anything. We can create anything. We can outcompete anyone in the world if we set our mind to it. So it's not a question of our IQ, knowledge, ability. It's our issue of what's the systemic issue. And the problem is our cost structure, our infrastructure cost. And I have to tell you also, I think it's a leadership problem in some of those uh, three that need to change. So let's get down to it. I'm not a believer in a bailout as as most people would think of a bailout. In other words, just give them money and hope they get better. I'm not a proponent of that at all. I am a proponent of doing two things. One, the U.S. government has to ease up on regulation a bit on the auto manufacturers because that puts a tremendous burden on them to produce technology that isn't quite ready yet. And the, the cost, and the, it just hamstrings them in order to do that. So I'd say you've got to ease up on that a bit. And then what has to happen is you have to renegotiate these union contracts. And I know nobody likes to talk about it. It's not fun. People are going to get hurt in the process. But if you don't, the downside is it could actually go away. And that would be a lot worse. Well, and this is what we're talking about. And, you know, let, let me let me ask you a couple of questions around this. You know, I happened to grow up in a, in, a, in a union environment. You know, my dad was part of the union, part of the Teamsters. I even think that, you know, we've had Jimmy Hoffa at our house at some point in time in my childhood. And, and so, you know, I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about, you know, the people that work for these car companies. And so the question for me that kind of comes up in my mind is, you know, how do we create a solution that not only enables our country to thrive, these automakers to thrive, but puts us in the direction that we need to go? I mean, I'm like you. I never understood. I'll tell you, about three or four years ago when when these companies started to come out with these huge vehicles... I was scratching my head, you know, when the Prius here was introduced to 
our country. And then side by side, you had the largest SUV on the planet being produced. And I never really understood that. Is this going to be reconciled with this bailout? I mean, are we going to actually change the direction of the way we make cars as a result of it? You know, it's, uh, I hope so. I really do hope so. But there's, there's some other forces here we need to look at. The, the price of fuel has driven a lot of this. And we're not getting off of gasoline in the near future. It's just not going to happen you know, in any big way. We'll continue to make strides to move away into alternative energies, but that's not going to be an overnight swing. So when price of fuel drops, which it has again now, all of a sudden what I'm concerned about is that these alternative fuels that everybody wants, where we were going to put time, money, energy, human capital, investments behind, those you don't hear so much about right now. We heard about them four months ago, but they're kind of getting quiet again. Why? Because gas is cheap. That's a big problem for us. We only deal with the here and now. We're not thinking far enough ahead saying, this is going to happen again. It happened in the 70s. It's going to It happened now. How long will it take before this same problem uh, rears its uh, ugly head again? It's going to happen. So I think our short memories don't serve us really well. Now, what does that translate to? great leaders. You've got to have fabulous leaders who are leading these organizations because they don't look at it just from today. They truly try to anticipate tomorrow and to position their companies in order to win. To have the, I, hope, I don't know if you have a vision like I do, but I think about this sometimes. I think, do you think it was possible that in Detroit 10 years ago, people were jumping up and down on the desk saying, pay attention, pay attention. The Far East is coming. I, I believe that happened. I believe there were people yelling it down the hallways of Detroit, and yet little, if any, action was taken. Doesn't that confound us? As to well, I've got to tell you, there were, people were yelling up and down the, the hall, MCI, MCI is coming. <laughs> That's true. And, you know, i got to tell you, up until pretty much uh, the, 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 I call it Judge Green's day, uh, people still weren't believing that the phone company was going to break up. But this is what we're talking about today. You know, how do we... How do we take a look at this opportunity and turn this into something so exquisite, something that's never happened before? And can we do it? I mean, is this a place where the automakers and other companies and other industries can really take a look at not only just a way of being, but how about a different way of managing, Bob? I mean, how about creating something so so superior in the way that we empower people to be part of these decisions? I mean, isn't there... It, don't you really have to get at all layers of the infrastructure to provide sort of the healing around this? We do. And, we, and the beautiful part about it is that there are many companies in the U.S. economy that are role models for that. Yeah. yeah where, where it works really well, union and non-union, where there's collaboration. Yes, there's contention. Tough decisions should be argued and debated. But ultimately, what's right for the business prevails. And that's what needs to happen. What's right for GM, Ford, and Chrysler needs to be the ultimate priority. Not what's right for any one person or any particular group, but what's right for that business so that business can survive. If the business is not healthy and the business doesn't survive, neither do the jobs. And that's important for people to realize. Concessions from the employees now, along with concessions from the government on regulation, and some help. I do think some bridge financing makes some sense in order to calm the U.S. consumer so they don't think the car companies are going away. If all that will begin to work, 
we're going to see stabilization there. And I was talking to a friend this morning and said, remember when all the airlines were going through this, the bankruptcies, and they were going through the consolidation? They didn't go away. They didn't go away. And people didn't really lose their, their tickets. They were refunded or they were put on another airline. I don't think that's going to happen to the car industry either. I don't think they're going away. All the dealerships are going to close up. Anybody that's bought a car is not going to be able to get any service. I don't think that's even possible right now. But the restructuring has to take place. It's like any other business. If you can't make a profit, then somebody else needs to. You can't do it, then you've got to step aside and let somebody else do it. As we say, you want to pass on that baton right here on the Dr. Pat Show. And you know what? you got to pass it off cleanly, and you got to pick it up and run with it. Bob Rosen joining me here today on the Dr. Pat Show. We're going we're gonna to talk about how each and every one of us, doesn't matter what size your business is, but how do we... How do we thrive right now, today, and every day? What are the secrets? What has Bob discovered? And what is he going to share with us? I can't wait to talk with him because today we really need simple solutions that we can put into action now. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Does how you think affect how you feel or what you have? Do you want to achieve outstanding business and career goals, have a better relationship, or improve your health and fitness? In the excuses and get immediate results with the help of HUNA, ancient wisdom, modern application. What if you could attract money and abundance to you like a magnet? Donate excess weight and maintain your ideal state of health or create the kind of relationship you've always wanted. With HUNA, you'll discover how to eliminate disempowering beliefs by using self-empowerment tools. Join Matt James December 13th and 14th in Seattle at the HUNA Prosperity Weekend. Call 800-800-MIND or visit HUNA.com to register. This incredible workshop is only $95 for a limited time. Call 800-800-MIND or visit HUNA.com. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Recent mineral discovery is conquering many killer diseases that plague mankind. Sound too good to be true? Listen to Jim Humble tell about his discovery of this miracle mineral supplement and its global health applications in fighting cancer, TB, malaria, antibiotic-resistant forms of staph infection, and many other diseases. This may be the most important radio health show you've ever heard. Visit MiracleMineral.org to learn more about this amazing supplement. That's MiracleMineral.org. Hey, are you one of those people who need a boost of motivation to lose those extra pounds and inches? Well, here it is. Take the Sugar-Free Miracle Weight Loss Challenge and earn $100 for every 10 pounds you lose. I'm Karen Bentley, creator of the amazing Sugar-Free Miracle Diet, which you'll love. It's easy, sustainable, and it stops out-of-control eating. To participate, send me an email at expert at sugarfreemiracle.com. That's expert at sugarfreemiracle.com, and I'll send you the details. The New Spirit Journal helps readers create abundance in all areas of their lives. Their articles don't just talk about theories that sound nice. They give you practical information you can use to turn those theories into practice. Available at over 500 locations in Washington and Idaho. New Spirit Journal is more than just a newspaper. It's your guide to the life you want to live. New Spirit Journal can also be read online at NewSpiritJournal.com. Are you going through a divorce or are you single again? A 24-7 resource center called FreshStartAfterDivorce.com 
has been created to support you during and after divorce. It's packed with resources, articles, and tips from experts nationwide. As a business personal coach who specializes in divorce and founder of the National Association of Divorce for Women and Children, Joni Winberg's mission is to provide the support and encouragement you need to move your life forward. You don't have to face this challenging time alone. Go to freshstartafterdivorce.com. Spread the word. Your favorite shows are on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. everyone welcome back i want to make sure that you have bob's website because you know today's show is just a a tip of what his work is about and certainly you want to find out more about his book kiss theory goodbye and you know there's there's something important about the the title of your book bob but before we get into that and before we talk about some of the tips some of the wisdom that you're going to share with our listeners you know, let's make sure everybody has a way to contact you website and 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 much more all right, great, thank you. BobProzen.com, B-O-B-P-R-O-S-E-N, as in Nancy, BobProzen.com. And you can find my book there. You can find all my training materials there. If you're a supervisor, a manager, or want to be a, a supervisor or leader or a CEO of a company, there's a lot of good things on that site for you. And, and there really is. And you could actually look at the Bob Prozen experience and the outline he puts together. We're going to talk about that. You know, one of the things that, that I love, Kiss Theory Goodbye, um, you know, the, the, the essence of the book, basically, Bob, it, isn't it about looking at what's real today and, you know, sometimes having to walk away from the theory and, and, and look at that and say, you know, in theory it works, but how about reality? And that's what I think most of my clients say, and that's why I have such a great time helping them, because most business people don't want any theory. They want practical tools they can use right now in order to improve their business. There's plenty of theory to get, and when they have time, they'll go ahead and get it. But particularly in times of, uh, when times are tough, you want answers. You don't want to play around with things. Every day counts. Every minute counts. And I wrote Kiss Theory Goodbye to give people that step-by-step instruction. So here are a couple of tips maybe for the folks who are listening today, if you're in business, that you should stay focused on. Great. This one element kind of catches people by surprise. Keeping it very simple is important here. Just because we have an elegant strategy and it's well thought out and it has every I dotted, every T crossed, doesn't mean you can execute against it. So you have to keep things incredibly simple and be able to communicate them to people. So how does that translate? First thing you should do for the new year is write down your top three objectives. And by the way, these objectives need to be quantified. They cannot be subjective. Let me give you a subjective one. Increase customer satisfaction. If that's your goal, you might as well just check it off as being accomplished. Nobody knows the difference. And you might as well get credit for it. But that's not really what you want. You want to know, I'm going to increase customer satisfaction by X percent. We're going to improve profitability this much. We're going to grow our sales by this much. We're going to decrease our cost structure by this much. We're going to invest in our people this much. We're going to promote these many people this year. Be very specific as to what those quantifiable objectives are. Once those are defined and really well thought out, Make sure you have a measurement system that allows you to track those, at least on a monthly basis, to ensure that you're moving toward that ultimate goal. And don't accept excuses. And they show up in many forms. 
as to how come things aren't being accomplished as we had set out in our plan. Stay focused on execution. Don't give in to all the stories and all the rationale as to why things aren't working out. When you interview leaders, and I've done a lot of this, and you find out what's a common element in leadership, it's perseverance. They never give up. So once you determine your course, you've thought about it, you've strategized on it, you know it's the right course of action, don't yield. Keep going. If you run into a roadblock, find a way around it. Ultimately, that's what pays off. When we talk about perseverance, and you know, you're, you're, I'm totally aligned with you. I really had the opportunity to learn from a master, and that is my my mom. Uh, you know, a woman that had two children at the age of 13 and, and got her high school education and moved on and a real estate license. And, and, you know, so we learn about that. And even in the worst and most difficult situations, what do you think, Bob, is the key for people? What attributes must they have in order to persevere? I mean, how does one actually get that gumption to keep moving forward? I guess the first thing is you've got to believe in yourself. Oh, there you go. <laughs> right? I mean, if you don't believe in yourself, all of the rest is a facade. So you've got to dig deep and say, who am I? What do I really want? What am I totally committed to? I'm working with a, a, a fellow these days, and I'm helping him coach him on his business. And the first thing I said to him, before I work with you, what I want you to do is write down what truly makes you happy. And I mean every aspect of it. The people you hang out with, the work that you do your hobbies, your personal life, what are those things that truly, truly make you happy? And then how do we convert those into the things we love to do in our careers? And that you can bridge that gap. It took me a while to figure it out, getting out of corporate America to get into teaching. That wasn't an overnight thing. I had to really give it some thought. So I encourage everybody, decide what it is that you love to do, what it makes you happy. And then Start to craft more of your time around doing those things. And ultimately, you've got to make sure you can make money doing it. Ultimately, right. then you should pursue that and be agile. Be agile. I mean, I'm doing work with some companies nowadays that I never thought I'd work with. I work with architecture firms around the country. I never thought I'd be working with architecture firms. But they're some of the finest clients for me. So keep your eyes and ears open. Don't close down just because it's something you haven't done in the past. So that's number one. Believe in yourself. The second is commit to things. Make real commitments. So for instance, let me give you an idea. When I started this company, I said I'm going to have a best-selling book. Well, most of my friends said, you're crazy. <laughs> you're not going to get that. There's no I way. Know. <laughs> Nobody knows you. You're a self-published author. How could you possibly <laughs> accomplish that? you got to be smoking something just like me, Bob. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. That's what people were telling me now. You know, you <laughs> They're still listen. telling me that. <laughs> Don't listen to them. You know, and if, if you get sucked into that, they can bring you down. And they can convince you somehow that you won't. So why go after that, that prize? Well, I didn't let them do that. Instead, I posted it on my wall so I could look at it every day. And I put together a plan, step by step, on how I was going to make that happen. And sure enough. We made it happen. And everybody says it's impossible. It's not impossible if you're committed to doing it. And you have to have a plan. And you have to get up every day, work that plan every single day. For instance, I will promote my book every day one way or the other. Every single day. Doesn't matter. 
either I'm doing a radio show, I'm doing handouts, I'm doing a talk. There's always something. I'm working on a blog, I'm doing a video. In other words, it's my passion. I love what I do. You need to find the same thing in your lives so that you spend some quality time each day doing that. How's that? Well, it, 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 it's absolutely imperative and important. I mean, you're flying all over the world. What you're doing is you're, you're working with organizations, big and small, it doesn't matter. You have a powerful message. You've gone against the odds. You've created a book that is winning awards left and right. You've been on, on national TV. And it's because you do believe in what you're doing. And you sat down and you said, I'm going to write about this. I'm going to share this with people. And, you know, did you ever have any ounce of doubt, Bob? I never did. Mm -hmm. I never doubted it. As a matter of fact, when I left corporate America, a lot of people would say, you're crazy. You know, why don't you stay there? You can run a big company and you, know, you get all the benefits, security. Well, we all know those benefits and security are <laughs> they could be gone tomorrow. But I decided, no, I'm leaving all that behind, and I'm going to invest in my myself and my own company. And I'm going to think strategically first and then get very tactical and start to chip away at starting this new business and do the things that really worked and test it on the market of people who I trusted and get an advisory group around me of friends and people I didn't even know that were smarter than me to help direct me in various areas. And before you know it, this idea germinates and needs you. And you're not sure exactly which path it's going to take. And then you, then, you, then you spend time on that path and you try to flesh it out. And before you know it, that begins to work. And somebody asks you to do a TV show and somebody does a radio show. And before you know it, you're involved in all kinds of different things that keep coming at you. So keep an open mind. Keep an open mind and stay passionate about what you do. And by, by God, never give up. And, and isn't that a powerful message right now? I, I can't tell you, of course, you must know this already, how many people, you know, are really struggling right now, are looking at their assets. What do you tell people that are looking at their portfolios right now and watching them go down, 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 down? What, what's your message? Well, you know, my portfolio's done the same thing, so <laughs> exactly. anybody that's had anything in the stock market knows exactly what we're talking about. I think at some point you've got to say, you know, no matter how hard this darn thing is, it is what it is. And now what I have to do is think about tomorrow. I can't just be worried about what's just happened to me. Yes, I've got to be aware of it, and I can't be foolish. I've got to pay attention, and when there's an opportunity to make a, a strategic shift in order to, you know, grow my financial wealth and my retirement, then we need to do that. But let's face it. Tomorrow matters a lot. Where do we spend our time? Where do we invest our time and energy for whatever returns? You know, some people are in it for the money. Some people are in it for our lifestyle. Some people are in it for the relationships. Whatever the things are that make you happy, stay focused on those and get them done. And hopefully the stock market, and I believe it will, will begin to take shape again. It will go up again. It always has. It's just going to take a while. I just the, the people that I'm more concerned about are the poor people that are very close or already retired. That That's a struggle for those folks because they may not be in a position where they can pursue a career at this, this late in life. But those of us that are not, the future's ours. You can create anything. And this is our message today on the Dr. Pat Show. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, uh, we're going to be sharing an extraordinary message for each and every one of us. How do we take care of our business life, take care of our personal life, 
And what do we do with all that theory that we bring in to our worlds, our families on a day-to-day basis? Bob Prosen joining me here today. Check out his website, BobProzen.com. Kiss Theory Goodbye is his book. If you go to the website, you'll see it right there. We're thrilled to have him on the show today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back for our message of empowerment, hope, and wisdom. We'll be right back. Tune in your radio to hear Carrie O'Connor, master visionary, medium, and clairvoyant, as she uses her amazing psychic gifts to help you step into your divine power and begin to create the life of your dreams. Carrie will read your unique energy field, connecting you with the treasures of your soul, your passions, and your true life purpose. Don't miss Carrie's weekly astounding and energetic predictions. Fasten your seatbelt as you take a wild ride with Carrie O'Connor. Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Listen live at thedrpatshow.com. mbsconnect.com. Mind, body, soul connect is an innovative and interactive wellness resource company. The mission of MBS Connect is to help America be well by providing easy access to progressive programs, products, and providers. MBS Connect is building networks of wellness providers nationwide using all types of modalities who want to be part of the wellness revolution. To find a provider in your area, call 888-398-9287 or visit mbsconnect.com. Mama Kitty had no hope. Shot and dumped in a rural area with her kittens. She was terrified, hungry, and exhausted. A good Samaritan found her and knew that Posado's Safe Haven could help. Posado's Safe Haven is a small sanctuary that's making a big difference to animals in need like Mama Kitty. Our mission is to improve the lives of animals who fell through the cracks, those typically not served by humane shelters. Located on 80 beautiful pastoral acres in Monroe, Washington, our barns are filled with over 250 rescued dogs, cats, and farm animals. Want to meet Mama Kitty? Volunteer with us. Make a difference to our animals as they enrich your life as well. Please visit PosadosSafeHaven.org about volunteer opportunities. Posados Safe Haven. That's Posado, P-A-S-A-D-O, SafeHaven.org. Shree is the new high-quality liquid nutritional drink that was scientifically formulated with the sacred superfruit called amalaki and six other herbs rich in antioxidants and vitamin C. An ancient Sanskrit word, shree, spelled Z-R-I-I, means light, luster, prosperity, and heavenly vitality and is endorsed by the Chopra Center for Well-Being. After months of intense development and testing, a world-class team of physicians and nutrition scholars developed what they believe to be a product unlike any other the world has seen. Nutritionist Renee Marie wants to introduce Shree's powerful nutritional drink to you today. For more information, call 877-553-9744. Visit ReneeMarie.MyShree.com That's R-E-N-E-E-M-A-R-I-E dot M-Y-Z-R-I-I dot com. Good news, Belgium. We're streamed worldwide at 1150kknw.com. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.
back, everyone. Theory, theory, theory. What's the theory? What's the theory about job satisfaction? What's the theory about the workplace? By the way, what's the theory about job security? Is there a theory anymore? What is the theory that most organizations and institutions, what are some of these theories that they base their results on, that they put management programs together? How about change management theory? How does that work? How does all of this turn into whether or not a program is going to work in your company, whether or not employees are going to be happy and satisfied, or more importantly, whether or not the people on your team are going to go that extra mile. I am so thrilled to be here today to tell you that I'm, I'm gifted and honored that I have the people working with me, both people that are on the staff of the Dr. Pat Show and the volunteers, people like Michelle Whittington, uh, people like Janet who has come to the table. I mean, these are folks, without them, we truly wouldn't be at the place that we're at. You know, our partners, whether they're joint venture or otherwise, the people that have stood behind us, what is the relationship that we've had to build? And has it been based on theory? Well, honestly, I don't know. Bob Prosen joining me here today. I know the one thing it has been based on is trust and mutual respect. And I'm not sure we've come up with very good theories for those two, Bob. Welcome back. Well, thank you, Dr. Pat. And trust is at the hallmark of all of it. In fact, I spent a lot of time in Kiss Theory Goodbye talking about trust and how important that is in an organization because ultimately when the day's done, isn't that all we have? Well, ultimately it is. I mean, you know, is it going to be a mutual relationship, a mutual exchange that we have? How can I trust that you're truly going to be there for me when times get tough after I've been there for you? I mean, this we can go on and on, but this is the number one thing in organizational worlds and in many aspects of our lives and even in politics right now that is so volatile. People are looking at the idea of trust and saying, you've got to be kidding. It's almost time for a new movement, isn't it? It's the, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm both. ready to create one. <laughs> in um, the workplace and in government. It, well, it is. And, 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 you know, this is really an important conversation. I mean, when, when we're looking at employees listening to this show right now, when people are listening, they're saying, okay, this is great. We've talked about a lot of things for big companies, but what about me? What about me, the employee that comes in here every day and I'm supposed to be, you know, working like a crazy person and yet my job may be, may be gone? You know, what do we say about how we should be caring for ourselves, what people should be doing to thrive in this time? I think that's a great question, and it wasn't all that many years ago when I was one of those employees also. Me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, boy, I remember what that felt like. So we can speak from experience here. Here's a key for this. First of all, you got to love what you do. If you don't, go find something that you really do or you're just going to be unhappy. Now, let's say that that's done. You're in a position, you love it, you like it, you're doing great. Things are going well. You're a little nervous because that social contract is no more. It's not employment for life. That's been gone for many years. So what do we do? As an employee, you should do a couple of things and never, ever stray from this. First, have tremendous communication with your leader, whoever your leader is, whoever you're working for, and we all have a boss, whoever that person is, make sure that you have open dialogue and that you talk clearly about expectations, about what's needed, what you're committed to get done, follow up to ensure that the things you said you would do were in fact done. Open up a robust communication with your leader. And that lacks in a lot of places. So don't hesitate. If you haven't done it in the past, start now. Start small. Open up the conversation. 
begin to get connected, develop that relationship. For what reason? Because you want to, you want to contribute every day. You want to make, when you go in there, however many hours you work, make sure that when you go home at the end of the day, you know that your time that day spent helped move your organization closer to achieving its objectives. What objectives, you say? That's that communication with your leader. What does he or she want or expect from you, and what do you need from he or she in order to achieve those things? And you should stay in contact with your leadership. Talk about those things. Demonstrate the progress. Take on more responsibility. Offer some new ideas. Get involved. Get critically involved in your work. Make a difference. Now, some of you are saying, well, I can't do that. You know, I don't work for a person that's going to let me do that. Well, I'm telling you, find a way to do that. Nothing should stand in your way. And up to and including finding another position, and even within the company, working for somebody else. But get to a place where there's mutual respect every day of the hours that you put in so that when times do get tough, you're the last person they look at to potentially downsize, cut salaries, or do anything, take anything away from. And this is really something that, you know, uh, you may have to dig deep as you're listening to the show, listening to Bob and I. I know that I had to dig deep to be able to do that. And, and you know, honestly, I didn't really have the skills, but it's all part of really deciding what you want in your life, how you want things to go. And even though we're making this suggestion, you never really know what the outcome is going to be. But isn't, Bob, isn't the process of how we go through this equally important to, if not more important, than the actual outcome? It is. Attitude matters. Who you work with matters. The environment, your home life, your friends. All of that matters in getting through tough times. And Keep your options open, folks. <laughs> you know, I'm not afraid to say it. Keep your options open. You know, always keep one, you know, oar in the water there, as they say, and, and just make sure that, you know, who knows, maybe something that fits you even better will one day show up. Remember this. We, none of us owe anybody anything. We owe ourselves and our families to take care of ourselves. We owe whoever we work for to put in and contribute a full day's pay, a full day's work, and give them an honest day and work hard at it. But ultimately, that's where it ends. Our employers owe us nothing, and we ultimately don't owe them anything. It's a quid pro quo. We both help each other. So I know that sounds sterile for some. They think, oh, gosh, you can't approach life that way. Well, look and see what's happened to the job market over the last four, five, ten years. You know, that social contract's gone. I think the ones that keep their options open and continue to contribute despite good time or bad and keep their attitude positive, let's face it, nobody wants to hang around people that are depressed and bummed out and talking negatively about their friends, coworkers, or the business. Don't get involved in that. Stay as positive as you can. And if you can't stay positive in that environment, then you're owed yourself to go find an environment where you can. Bob, thank you so much for an absolutely amazing show. And, you know, this really is the time to really shift and flip that switch and get to that place where you're really calm and peaceful, excited about life. I, I can't say enough about uh, what you've brought to the show today, Bob. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Bob Prosen, my very special guest today. Any, any, last, uh, any last words for our listeners? Happy holidays, everybody. Happy you holidays. bet. I'm cheering with you. Um, ready for that apple pie myself. Bob Prosen, everybody. Go to his website, bobprosen.com. Check out the book, Kiss Theory Goodbye. Um, 
this is why he's extraordinary in the world of business. I mean, all of you get the sense of who he is, the vibration he operates at, and we're honored to have him on the show. Wow. Don't touch that dial. We've got Kerry O'Connor coming up and much more. And I want to make sure that everybody knows that regardless of what goes on on the outside, don't forget, you are a shining light, magnificent and brilliant, and don't let anybody take that away from you. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile. We'll be right back with you tomorrow. Same time and, yeah, same station. We'll see you then.